Welcome, everybody, to KickServeRadio.com, Tennis on Air with Andy Zoden. I am so pleased to be joined by newly minted International Tennis Hall of Famer, Steve Flink. Steve, this news came several months back. I know you were eagerly awaiting the induction ceremony. You went in with some sort of an impressive class. You, Andy Roddick, Kim Kleisters, uh, Vic Braden posthumously, and Monique Kalkman Vandenbosch. How excited were you to be a part of all of the pomp and circumstance and be a part of this particular class? Well, it's hard to put it into words, Andy, because it, it as you said, it, I'd known for quite some time. I mean, the voting was last year in the fall and closed, I think, in early November. I found out in late November. We had a celebration in Australia where everybody walked out on the court for the announcement. And so it's been building for some time. And I was always excited to join players of the stature of Andy and Kim and Monique Kalkman, the wheelchair player, and then of course Vic Braden, as you mentioned. So it was, just, it was, it only exceeded my expectations the way the whole thing was staged, Andy. It was a terrific day on Saturday. When you found out that you were going to go in, Steve, and you reflected back on your career, what are some of the things? And you're a humble guy, but what do you point to that you feel most proud of? That you say, you know what? These were the things that I've done as a contributor that probably put me over the top and made me a true contender, if you will, for a spot in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I I think that there are probably a number of things that you might say, first and foremost, the, the long body of work going back over 40 years. So I'm very proud of the, the continuous work I've done in tennis full-time since 1974 and even starting, I started in even before that. But to cite specifics, I'd say one of the things, Andy, was in the early years and working behind the scenes with Bud Collins on his telecast for NBC and CBS and PBS and that I really established a certain code of with the statistics. It was before it was computerized. So I would do the unforced errors and all the categories that you know now. And, and I, I think I helped to sort of integrate that to the sport in a way it hadn't been evident before. So that was, that was one thing. And then I would say having been aligned with three major entities in the sport, World Tennis Magazine for 17 years from 74 to 91, then Tennis Week from 92 to 07, and then ever since for TennisChannel.com. I'm proud of all three associations, and I think the the cumulative effect of all that work and being known in one place for your work where people can turn to it and know they're going to find it, I was I would think maybe that had something to do with it, Andy. The Hall of Fame induction ceremony, Steve, always takes place shortly after Wimbledon concludes. Do you think that what Roger Federer has done this year and is continuing to do is creating uh, more of a buzz around the entire sport, which subsequently maybe added a little bit of excitement to what you guys just uh, were treated to this past weekend? I'd say so. I would definitely say so. I don't think we should leave Rafa Nadal out of the equation there, too, because I think the fact that he lost to Roger in that five-set classic in the Australian final and then came back and won his 10th French and that he's a, and Roger are battling for that number one ranking and that actually in the points race, the race to London, Rafa has the lead by about 500 points over Roger. So the two of them. But, yes, I would say even more so Federer, as you mentioned, because to come back and win two majors as he's approaching his 36th birthday, raise his total to 19, now looking very likely to break the 20 barrier, is pretty staggering, and he's always, as you know, been uh, uniquely popular uh, among sports fans worldwide, not just tennis fans. So, yes, I do think it created a stir. I do think it was more of a buzz, and I think we all benefited in Newport 
probably from Roger's successes across this 2017 campaign. Steve, somewhat bittersweet to see Vic Braden go in posthumously. And I say bittersweet only because he's been deserving of the honor for so long. Unfortunate that that recognition couldn't have, have come to fruition prior to his passing. And so he could have enjoyed it. And we know that he would have had something very clever uh, and very endearing to say had he gotten an opportunity to speak at that ceremony. What was it like being a part of the class of Vic Braden and unfortunately him not being there to, to be there with you? Yeah, I, I think you, you, you said it well, and I think uh, many of us are saddened that you, you wish that somebody of that stature could have enjoyed it when he was alive. I mean, another example of that was Gene Scott, who was the founder of Tennis Week and a tournament promoter and Davis Cup player, and uh, he did a lot of things, too, but it didn't happen until after he passed away. You hate to see that. On the other hand, his widow was there, and Ray Benton spoke for Vic, and you felt his presence, and you alluded to it, how what it would have been like. He would have had everybody in stitches, Andy. Oh, yeah. He's one of the funniest guys we ever knew in the sport, and yet as such a serious student of the game. What a combination that was, the scientific studies, serious studies, right? precise, and yet he always injected humor into the equation, whether it was on PBS features that he did in the 70s when he worked with Bud Collins and Donald Dell, and they'd had time to run those types of things, or later work that he did, there was always something funny in the mix. And I sensed that he was smiling down upon us on Saturday because he would have enjoyed this immensely. Now, I haven't had a chance, as I told you before, to see the ceremony yet. So I have a couple questions. A, I want to know who, who presented you. And then B, I want to know, what was Andy Roddick's speech like? Because he's so dry and, and, and so sarcastic and, and funny and self-deprecating. And then Kim Kleister's so sweet and so endearing and the first mom, you know, to win a major championship. Talk a little bit about, about your presenter and then what their speeches were like. Sure. Well, my presenter was, was Chrissy Everett. And the reason was that we both go so far back and have had this long-time connection because I, I was sort of known as her Boswell, and I, I chronicled her records more closely than anyone, and this was in the pre-computer era. But through that, the, a friendship developed and as exists to this day. And so as soon as I found out that I was going to be inducted, she was the first person I thought of. I mean, and, and she happily accepted, and she gave a very gracious speech with some nice humor and then some very touching things as well. And uh, I was very happy to have her do that. And frankly, it made it easier for me to go out and give the speech because I thought she'd set the table so well and had set me up so well in a generous fashion. So I was very happy about that. And then Roddick and Kleisters, obviously, we got to know Andy Style on the court and Kim's as well. And they were crowd favorites around the world, but to some extent for largely different reasons. They were, Andy, absolutely. And now, I should say that, I mean, Kim gave a very charming speech, and uh, it, it, it typically Kim and self-effacing and acknowledging family members, and not just on her side of the family, but her husband's, and she just couldn't have been more gracious and more Kim Kleisters-ish, if I may say. Yep. And uh, then Andy was terrific, too. Now, his was the longest speech by far, but it was the concluding speech, fittingly. And it was so well presented, uh, Andy. I mean, it was self-deprecating and uh, very clear on how fortunate he feels to be in the Hall of Fame and, and acknowledging the, you know, the greatnesses of the Sampras's and Agassiz and people that he admired and he grew up watching. And he really painted a very full picture of his life in tennis and how he got to this stage and how much he appreciates this honor. 
It was very moving and very funny at times as well. And he alluded to all his coaches, Brad Gilbert and Stefanke among them, and acknowledged all of them. And I thought it was a very thoughtful speech. Long, yes, but enormously entertaining. And then let's not leave out Monique Kalkman, as you mentioned earlier, representing the sport of wheelchair tennis. And it's nice to see our sport be so inclusive. It's the right thing to do. How is Monique? She was terrific, and you know, I met her in Australia. She came over to, for the announcement as well, and she's charming and elegant, just a beautiful woman, and her husband was there with her, and she had people in tears talking about how she and her husband met and the connection that they formed. Her speech was really, it might be the most underrated. I, I hope it's not, because I think it was one of the best, uh, but it was, it was very poignant and, and uh, well-organized and showed the kind of first-rate person that she is, and she represents the world of wheelchair tennis as well as it can be done. Well, this entire 2017 Hall of Fame class represents the sport of tennis beautifully, and congratulations to you, Steve, on being a part of it. Uh, the 2017, again, the inductees are Steve Flink, Andy Roddick, Kim Kleisters, Vic Braden, and Monique Kalkman Vandenbosch. Steve, thanks so much for taking the time today to, to join us and to uh, recap the ceremony. And as I asked you over the phone, is it is it Sir Steve Flink now? <laughs> no, I'd, I'd like to stick with my I'd like to stick with my uh, my old way of being uh, thought of. I don't I don't want to think I'm any different, but it, it does it it, you, it certainly touches a very deep core to me, and I'm enormously appreciative of of the honor, and we'll never uh, we'll never forget July 22, 2017. Well-deserved, Steve. He is Steve Flink, the author of The Greatest Tennis Matches of All Time and now deservedly a member of the International Tennis Hall of Fame. Thanks so much, Steve. Thank you very much, Andy. 